Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Project Tahiti. It's a magical place. I'm one of your hosts, Jess, and I'm joined by your other host, Jared. What's up? Uh, not much. I'm I'm excited about this episode because I feel like all of our Lincoln hate gets to be justified a little bit. Yes. But He's a real it, douche a few times. But it twists it around and it kind of makes me upset. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't like this episode because of what happens to Daisy, but also like it was really well done because I totally forgot about what happens to Daisy in this episode. Like, it yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it, it's a kind of an episode. I feel like that genre shows do, you know, where mm-hmm. it's almost like a bottle. There's versions of it that are bottle episodes, like where they're yeah. all in one room, but where, where everybody is forced to turn on each other a little bit and like question stuff and lines are drawn. And, and it's, it's, it's a well done one of those kind of, of stories, but no, no, for sure. There's a upsetting outcomes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was, and, and there's lots of cute yo-yo and Mac moments too. Yes. In this episode that make me really happy, but then it all gets taken away. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, before we get started, we are a part of the But Why Though podcast community. So be sure to check them out on Twitter at But Why Though PC and their website, uh, com. We're super proud to be a part of their community. This is season three, episode 17. We're like almost done with season crazy. Um, titled The Team, written by DJ Doyle, directed by Elodie Keene, which I believe is the name in the lineup. Recognize that. Yeah, it jumped out at, at me just because the, I don't think, I think it's one I've seen before either, just because uh, it's a unusual first name, but, but, but one I've seen before. And Ooh, She's an older white lady. She's done a lot of things. Nip Tuck, Felicity, The Wire, House. Uh, Alan McBeal. Wow. The Practice. Wire. Right. That's a Charmed. good pedigree. Interesting. Super yeah. interesting. LA Law. When Felicity means she worked with JJ. Yeah. Super strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's done a lot of things. I just thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> anyway. So D- DJ Lee. Doyle, we, we recognize that one. Yes, yes. He's been around. You're unimpressive. We know you. <laughs> what a keen though. Wow. Got some chops here. Anyway, uh, originally aired April 19th, 2016. Um, so we left off where Daisy and Lincoln are the only ones outside of or within S.H.I.E.L.D. that are like available to save the people on the Zephyr that Gira took over <laughs> and so um but they're not alone they have their whole in- team that they can that they can call on so daisy and lincoln are flying to go pick up the rest of the team which is only two people because it's yo-yo and joey and that's pretty much it um it's cute because yo-yo is like walking she's like waiting for the bus and she's practicing her english and then joey is on a date and they get the call on their little um eye watches and um yo-yo gets off the bus and then joey has to like peace out on his date he's like yeah it'd be really great to do all these things but maybe next time because i gotta go and he just like gets out of the car and runs away uh, and they're all talking. It was really, really, it was, I was laughing really hard at that. So I was like, oh my God. Um, and so, um, they're all on the Quinjet together and, um, Yo-Yo and Joey are kind of asking questions like, okay, do we know where, like, do we know anything? And basically they know nothing except to where to go to get into this compound and they are going to jump out of the plane and Yo-Yo and Joey are like, I've never done this before. I'm kind of freaked out. And Daisy has, she looks gleeful. She's like so excited to be like a part, like a leading this team. She's like, and she has this little speech, like we were all given gifts for a reason. Let's go do the shit. And then she jumps out of the plane. Okay. So since we're talking about spoilers all over the place, um, how do you feel about how Daisy is acting in the beginning of this episode, knowing what we know about her being infected? Like, Oh no, that happens later. Right? She's not yeah. yet. Okay. It, it's right when they. Uh, it's right it, after this. Right, okay. right when they when when it's between the arrival and then them being split up. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. I got confused. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to look at that closely. Like, well, no, because I feel like it's <laughs> I feel like it's subtle enough where because mm-hmm. like she's acting a little different. I think because like. There's, I, I, I think that there's something understandable and uh, that, that makes her just not quite her usual like 
even keel maybe self because this is stressful like like everyone else is gone it, it's a dire situation but it's also like her getting to actually like see her team realized yeah and she's being the first leader, time. and she's like probably nervous about that yeah i feel like there's a mixture of, of vibes and feelings going on from from daisy if it's natural but then when she does start acting weird like it kind of flows maybe directly into that yeah we'll talk about it when we get there um, so Malik and Ward are heading to Hydra and I, I didn't realize this, but Gira landed the plane at Hydra. Like this is their headquarters, um, which, whoa, that's wild. Anyway, um, and it's wild that the shield team was like actually heading there anyway. Like they didn't even realize that that was like the Hydra headquarters. Um, so, uh, uh, Gira says, you know, like, um, you know, I, I, everybody's on the plane. I sent a team in to take him out, but you know, it'll, ha- we'll get him shortly. So the team is running through the Zephyr and they lock themselves in this like control, like maintenance closet. And the Colombian dude, Lucio that can like freeze people with his eyes is, is walking around as part of the, the cleanup team. Um, but the inhuman team shows up, they blow a hole in the wall and, um, they split up. So Daisy and Lincoln are are off individually and then yo-yo and joey are they go into the elevator and they're chatting in spanish and it's really cute they're like oh how many how many people do you think there's gonna be and joey's like six and yo-yo's like no i think there's gonna be four and they're just like it's just a really cute moment and it's wild that there's two latinx actors on screen in a major like comic book show speaking spanish to each other like oh my god this just upsets all the magas i bet <laughs> well, and it's 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 awesome it's something that i wish we would have gotten more of because you know yeah. joey's short-lived on the on the show and i feel like it's another reason to be really frustrated that we're not getting ghost rider i know because we would have had some more of that, but i just i just it hit me like holy shit like they're speaking spanish and it's this, this is network tv this is like a marvel show no i, I it took me a second i think to register it while watching because i always watch with captions on so, so do i yeah yeah so, so like subtitles don't jump out at me as much as i, I think that they used to because i'm just used to reading along no matter what and mm-hmm. so like it was a not like full fully not, not, not a ways into their conversation but it was like a few seconds in the speaking where i'm like oh this is awesome <laughs> yeah. this, is, this, is, this is really neat yeah um and so the elevator door opens and there's six dudes in the hallway and they take them out super easy like they're shooting at them and we have this like slow-mo shot of like joey is melting the bullets as they come at him and yo-yo is like speeding around knocking everybody out and it's a piece of cake they're just like oh you were right there were only four or there were six (laughs) um and Daisy is in the control room, which I don't understand why these control rooms are always empty. Are there people <laughs> in them, like watching what's happening and like controlling the the base? But whatever. So she's in there doing her computer thing. And meanwhile, Lincoln is levitating people with his lightning in the hallway. Shows up to where Malik is. Um. And he's like, I've got Malik. And then um, Fitz and Gemma are rigging up this thing to sh- to put chlorine gas out into the hallway to knock everybody out where Lucio is. And um, Gira shows up on the Zephyr as um, Lincoln is taking Malik in, and and Yo-Yo and, jo- and Yo Yo and Joey are there. And um, Daisy comes in and takes him out really easily. She like comes down on a rope, or she like jumps off the plat. I don't know. She she comes out of like the sky, <laughs> like, and is like, I'm here. Um, which at this point we know she's infected because she's been infected like just before this. And the um, the Colombian dude just walks in and he freezes Lincoln like right in front of Malik. And then Joey like takes like some, what does he take like a, some like pole like he rips something out of the wall and like t- comes around the corner and stabs him in the chest and kills him. Which holy shit like. That was crazy. And Joey's like looking at the thing like, oh my God, what did I just do? <laughs> like, Yeah, Joey's freaking out like uh, clearly. Her, yeah, his first cl- kill. <laughs> yeah, and clearly not suited to killing people. No, no. He's just a, a sweet, a sweet, soft cinnamon roll. Um, And Yo-Yo, and so everybody that's in the closet is like, okay, anybody that comes through here, just shoot at him. And Fitz has like his 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 gun ready and they're like ready to go. And then Yo-Yo knocks on the door and Coulson kind of has this look on the face like, what? What is happening? And she's like, hello? 
And they open the door and she's like, Mac. And she's like, she starts talking to him in English. She's like, it's very nice to see you. And like, oh, there's just this like warm moment between them and it's wonderful. And no, it's it. so sweet. And it's like, it's not like sappy. It's obvious without being like, overbearing at all like, yeah. like it's just they clear there's clearly like a little romantic thing that i think like we a- absolutely appreciate even more knowing but that even though like on first viewing if if you had missed the first episode with her you'd be like whoa some chemistry is going on yeah um and i mean like they this is like coming off of like what we saw before where they had this connection with their faith right. and like they're obviously like you know they had like a, a fun kind of a funny introduction where she was able to 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 you know to outsmart this big strong man <laughs> and um i don't know i just i love their dynamics so much and they both like play it so well as actors like you really genuinely feel the warmth between them and um anyway so everybody is on the zephyr and they escape um and gara i don't know if who says this if it's gara or mal or no because malik's with them i think it must be gara he's like we've achieved nothing and ward is like it's not true we have someone on the inside which oh no for like who did you think it was at first who's on the inside i wasn't sure <laughs> like i kept I wasn't sure if it if it was going to be Lincoln or if I if I could trust my uh, own bias, like if I just wanted it to be. Because <laughs> I instantly knew that it wasn't someone like who really worked. I knew it was an, an infected human. I didn't think it was Yo-Yo, right. but I couldn't really remember if it was Joey or Lincoln or Daisy. And I think like I I only considered Daisy briefly. I think I focused on Joey and Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny. I thought that. I didn't remember that Daisy got infected. And so I thought that he was saying that to kind of trick the viewers to us thinking it was one of the four of them. But I thought maybe something hap- was going to happen with Lucio. Like he was going to come back to life somehow. Oh. I, couldn't, I could not remember what happened. So I, I thought was- he'd infected one, but I couldn't remember. And I didn't remember that it was Daisy. Like yeah. until the very end. Like, well, oh, yeah. Like I, I kind of. You can see in the notes where I realized it was her. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was so upset. Um, so anyway, like I didn't remember this episode at all. It was great. It was like watching it for the first time. Um, it was fun. Um, so yeah, I, the- I, I think I was actually in the same boat. Like it felt yeah. really unfamiliar. Like it was wasn't so much as me remembering. It was just me thinking, but that was uh, what Colson or not Colson, what Ward meant when he said that they had someone on the inside. Like thinking, oh, he must have possessed one of them. Yeah, but, because he can control in humans. Yeah, yeah. But but I had no idea which one because. Like, I don't know what it was about this because it's not, it's not a bad or unmemorable episode. But like you said, like, this is this is an odd one where I feel like there was never a moment where it's like, oh, right. I remember that happening. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're like, for whatever reason, maybe this episode just doesn't hit those emotional notes like the end of season three and like some of the, you know, I very vividly remember like the episode where Bobby and Hunter left just because it was so emotional and like. I don't know. For whatever reason, this one doesn't stand out to me. Um, Ooh, I just have I, I'm floating a theory. We blocked it out a little bit because it's so heavy on Lincoln. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird because Lincoln is made out to be the good guy in this episode, and I don't like it. <laughs> but that would make sense why we block it out. It's like, well, it just edit edit that from our brain. It's like, what's the reason to remember that? He's not. He's, yeah. Uh, he's, he's an albatross around right? his neck. <laughs> oh, which the writers are continuing playing with us because it's like they they twist this around and make daisy the bad guy and the guy and it's like fuck you guys man (laughs) so at the playground i mean not that lincoln was ever the bad guy but we just don't like him so that's why he's the bad bad guy um at the playground um the inhuman team is in the locker room and they're like bonding and he was like yeah we did this and it was boom 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 and they were taken out and it's really cute um but joey is obviously disturbed like they kind of focus like you know, the camera on him where he's like laughing and then he kind of stops and he has this like haunted look on his face. Um, and he's like, yeah, you guys did great. Like, I'm so proud of you. And then, um, Colson goes in to interrogate Malik. And the first thing he mentions is Rosalind. Um, so he is still on his revenge thing, even though he's like, feels guilty about how his motivation to kill Ward was revenge. I find that very interesting. Um, I don't really have a thought about it. I just find it interesting. 
He's and, he, he is he's not showing a lot of self awareness. No, he's not as usual. Um, and so he asks Malik, "What is this?" He's like, "Okay, we'll get to Rosalind in a second. I have to ask you, what is this thing that's parading around as Grant Ward?" And Malik doesn't answer his question. He starts telling this anecdote about his daughter and how like she fell off this horse and then she got back on, and he was so proud and he thought that he could, you know, do the same. And he's like. I was foolish. And Colson says something about like, well, blah, blah, blah. Just see your daughter again. He's like, he killed her. Like, I can't see her again. And he has this line of it is a God. It's just not our God, which I don't know. Like, I feel like this is like peak powers booth. Like in, this, I, in I was having a really similar thought. Uh, I like normally don't like the like monologues that shows, but I don't know. There was something, it was just, like something about the way that he delivers this is really really well done and i was actually listening the entire time and like i was like wow this is great <laughs> like no i i there's something about him being like either like i don't know defeated or like paranoid like like he's bringing a lot of energy to to some of these malik scenes in this episode and, and last episode that i think he usually has this like kind of smug arrogance when he's playing a bad guy. Yeah. He pulls off well, but it's not really engaging. It's like, oh, great. He's an old white dude, you know, who's cackling because he's an evil businessman or politician or whatever. It's like, it's nothing new. But yeah. seeing him like shaken, it's cool. And he, because he is a good actor, he pulls it off. So it's like seeing him do a role he's done before, but maybe in a, in a situation that isn't as common. Yeah, I think you're right. It was just like really, it was really uh, captivating to watch him, I guess, act this way. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he kind he, of unusually he is. It, right? He really does. Um, and it's like this scene, and I think there's another scene where he's still, you know, he's talking about the same thing, like you know, this thing being a god and like religion and stuff, and it's it's interesting. Um, so when Lincoln. Anyway, Lincoln is inspecting this Cree ball before they're like putting it away into <laughs> wherever they're putting it, the lo the locker room. I don't know. <laughs> and um, Daisy is mad. She's like, you should have told me about the Terrigen. And he's like, well, I didn't want you to anyone to blame you if it went sideways. And she's like, well, I appreciate that. And he's like, you know, you should really go talk to Joey because he's having trouble. And she's like, wow, I didn't even catch that, which now looking back, that should have been a hint that something was going on with her because she's usually not like that. She notices things like that. Like that's kind of her and Colson's thing is to like pay attention to people and like how they're how they're acting. <laughs> True. Yeah. Plus her I feel like her in, like going from being mad to like being okay with it because of it bullshit reasoning I, it doesn't feel like it's in very in character for daisy to be like oh you're just trying to protect me oh that's fine yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, like, like it's not that she would like ruin their relationship but at the same time i don't think she'd just be like oh that's oh okay cool and yeah. then she'd be upset about it yeah like next time tell me like that, right. that doesn't seem like a, a big enough reaction from her um mac is giving yo-yo a tour and he's talking to her in spanish which means she he was learning spanish I don't know if it was just because he was in, you know, he's in shield and he wants to learn See, Spanish or if he, he wants says, to communicate with her better. <laughs> I, I feel like the way he says it's a new shield requirement. And then later on in the same episode, when they are all uh, like fighting, first turning on each other. Yeah. yeah. Daisy's like, stop speaking in Spanish to her, to her Joey. And she's like, you're a spy, you know, like we like, learn Spanish. <laughs> and, and that line, I already thought what you, what you had just said, like maybe it could be that it's because you want to talk to her. But her like emphasizing that Daisy does not know Spanish. It is yeah. not a shield requirement. Yeah. To me, it's like a, an extra hint that no, no, he's she was learning English for Mac and, and on, on one level and he's learning Spanish for her. Like, yeah, and it's really, it's, really it's super sweet. But they both are, even though they haven't like been in super close contact or whatever, that like the impression that they made on each other is that big, and it's it's really great. Uh, I think uh, seed planting for their relationship down the line. Oh, for sure. And it's interesting. So the way that this tour is set up, he's like going through the like um, the weapons cache, and he's like, yeah, these don't kill, these don't kill. And then she's like, what about these things? And they're like the little disc grenade things. And she's like, what about these? He's like, well, those kill. Sometimes, you know, you can't be perfect. <laughs> like, And so like they're setting up this scene because obviously one of those grenades is used later like to kill or to like in Malik's interrogation room and so they're setting it up for Yo-Yo to be suspicious because she was like already in that right. room. It's 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 very well done. 
Very well done. Nothing is, there's no waste in this episode. Like everything means something. I think every, there's no like scenes that don't mean anything. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, it's, it's economical storytelling. Yeah, for sure. Um, meanwhile, in the in the lab, Fitz is playing with Lucio's corpse, and Gemma's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Well, you're the scientist. Isn't this guy supposed to be dead? His t- body temperature is still ninety eight degrees." And she, Gemma, comes over. She's like, "What?" And she like looks at it. She's like, "Well, dead ish. There's still some metabolic activity. This is really interesting." And Fritz is like, "No." this is not interesting. This means time for quarantine. And she's like, okay, fine. <laughs> so they are wheeling him away. And May is in her little bed because she was really badly injured in the plane situation with Gira. Um, and she's just watching all of this happen, which I find funny that she's just like watching everybody be weird. <laughs> um, and we go back to Coulson and Malik and Malik explains that, or Coulson is like, okay, this is what I know about him. And he's like, Alvius means hive, which, um, uh, and he's like, this is, uh, um, this is what we know. And Malik is like, well, um, you know, he infected my people talking about Gira and Lucio and, um, they became a part of, and became a part of them. And then they instantly became a part of his hive. So Malik is suggesting that, um, hive has already turned the inhumans on Coulson's team against them already. <laughs> and so this is when I put in the question mark was the one on the inside Lucio because I couldn't remember that it was Daisy. Um, and now Coulson is like suspicious of everybody because he's like, great, like Hive can mind control in humans. Like, which one is it? And so he's like walking past all the teammates and he's like looking at that. He like looks at Yo-Yo. He looks at Daisy. He looks at Lincoln. And then he looks at, does he look at Joey or is Joey not around? No, jo- Joey's not in the scene. They, yeah. Like, like he's MIA, and they haven't seen him since they got there. Right. Uh, so, like, or, he's uh, freaking out. <laughs> right, when it makes perfect sense that he is freaking out with yeah. everything that's gone down. He killed the dude for the first time, but it's also like because of the he, situation. It's did suspicious. he kill somebody else? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So Coulson's just like watching everybody, and then Matt comes. I need you to quietly lock down the base. And oh no. So that happens. And Colson, Mac, Gemma, and Fitz are in Colson's office trying to figure out how to tell which one is infected. And they're like talking about all this. And they have like a picture of Lucio's body up there. And um they're like, okay, well, we can we can look at Lucio and see if there's anything, any clues. And Daisy pops in. She's like, oh, everybody's meeting without me. What's going on? And she's like, oh, I, you know, I thought it was weird that the base was locked down. I was coming to see what was going on. And Colson's like, oh, it's just precaution because of Malik. Straight out lies to her. And um, she knows. She knows. Uh, she could see the look on her face. She, like, she knows something's up. And she's also the infected one. So I don't know. <laughs> um. And I forget who Yo-Yo is talking to. I think she's talking to Lincoln about this, but she's like super unhappy. She's like, this is why I fucking hate this bureaucratic nonsense. I want to leave. Like, I don't want to be stuck here if I'm not doing anything. Like, give me something to do or let me go. And May is still just watching everybody from her hospital bed. Um, And Daisy comes over and um, uh, Lincoln is trying. So meanwhile, Lincoln is trying to give May uh, painkillers. And she's like, no, it's just going to knock me out, blah, blah, blah. And then Daisy walks over and um they and lincoln goes away and he's like you did really good um like you you were a great leader and daisy's like you know i think colson is locking down the base and he's not telling me why like and so she's like suspicious of him but may's like you know if he's withholding there's a good reason um so don't worry about it just trust him which that feels like a super plot conveniently plot conveniency thing because in other occasions whether it's just for herself or specifically the two of them that is not her reaction at all it's like we have a right to know and it's like yeah Yeah. they trust him but they also follow their freaking instincts and i feel like that just enables her to not to not notice Daisy's behavior because it's like it's weird I, i guess i'm conflicted because if she did look into it and worked with Daisy then like is the reason for not doing it just to just to to end the line of questioning or because then May would figure it out if she worked with Daisy if yeah. they if they were if they were close it's it's, yeah. in, it's interesting to think how they arrived at that conclusion because it doesn't feel super in character for me it doesn't but i feel like there's been i'm trying to i feel like May like as um like to the team always like tries to be really supportive of Colson, but she'll call him out in private and be like, what do you think? That's the fuck fair. Are you and and so, I guess the stuff I'm thinking of is 
is either when he was totally losing it. Yeah. Like, 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 or later on when he's like dying and keeping yeah. it from them as like, is the times that the two of them are, are willing like, to talk about it, it yeah. with each other. And it isn't just a one-on-one thing with May where, yeah. uh, and him where it's actually her talking with, with Daisy about it directly. But, but those are very extenuating circumstances. And this isn't that except yeah. for the fact that she knows she's going to get caught. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I need to get out. Can you right. do <laughs> This um, is just a routine thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also May can't really do anything. Like she's injured, like she's refusing pain medication. She's in a lot of pain. Um, like it's like whatever. Like she's kind of stuck here. <laughs> so she can't really help Daisy figure it out anyway. Um and she does go and talk to Colson like right after this. Like she gets up and like talks to him. So I don't know. Maybe that was like her way of keeping Daisy calm, thinking that she didn't want her to like start a riot on the base. And then also then she goes and talks to Colson privately again. So. The weirdest uh, vision of a bedridden, like, like a really sick May or a recovering May uh, trying to like investigate a crime is <laughs> because uh, <laughs> Andrew Blair Underwood was uh, in the reboot of Ironside, the <laughs> the show about a detective who is a uh, is on a wheelchair and yeah. like yeah. is solving solving crimes solving crimes from, yeah, his from wheelchair. the wheelchair. <laughs> and I, I, like so, so yeah, I just had a really quick vision of a bedridden uh, Ming Na doing the same thing, and it made me like realize actually they did that show recently yeah. with, with andrew yep yep it reminds me of what's the show what's the movie with denzel washington and angelina jolie the bone collector yes <laughs> it kind of reminds yeah. me of that which yeah, is really worked great together because yeah. he was in because he was in the bed <laughs> that was that was a it's a great idea like, like there should be they at least just explore that concept like legitimately and when they yeah. do them they should hire actors who are actually disabled and exactly not, exactly and, and not always every freaking time i hate it the excuse for uh for glee was that the kid needed to dance in a, in a fantasy sequence like two-thirds through the first season or whatever it's like what screw that man then get a stunt double right? <laughs> use you know filming Same. techniques it's yeah. it's like you you took an opportunity from a kid who, who who that part was literally written for like it's just so yeah. so lame it's super lame um so colson and malik are still in the um interrogation room and they're talking about religion and i put in the notes here powers booth is really great in these scenes again um and he has this line of, you know, I thought I was going to meet a God and instead I freed the devil. And uh, Colson talks about how all the satanic myths and religion are based on hive. And, um, and Malik is like, what are you doing here? And Colson's like, I'm trying to sell you on the idea of revenge <laughs> because like, I need your help. And um, uh, Colson's just, I don't remember if Colson said this line or if Malik's like that's the sin that gave your devil new life i think it's colson like colson is the one who went to kill ward and wanted to wanted to see ward die by his own hand and he thinks that okay it was colson that said this he says like his sin of like acting out of revenge is is the reason that this this creature hive is here and um colson says i've met gods gods bleed and Malik is like, I never saw my last rodeo being with Shield. <laughs> there, he's teaming up with them. Very short lived, though. Um, <laughs> so Mag is yeah, in- for like a for the rest of the scene. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so Mac is in. Uh, is he in Colson's offense? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. He's watching all of the Inhumans on camera, and Yo Yo is standing in the hangar, and she's like doing her Yo Yo thing, and she's just behaving really strangely. And he's like watching Lincoln. He's watching Daisy. I don't remember if he's watching Joey or not. I think he is. And then May comes in and is like, so who is it? And, um, uh, oh, and she's like, oh, what's going on, Mac? Like, that's, that was later. Who is it? May <laughs> comes in and is like, what is going on, Mac? Like, what what is happening? And meanwhile, Fitz and Gemma are doing an autopsy on Lucio's body in these biohaz suits, and they're discussing all the ways that their teammates could kill them. <laughs> and Gemma goes, "We're shield agents. Today could be worse." Oh um, no, that, that, that whole bit was so good. Like, 
I think Fitz Fitz pretty much says like I just wish one of our teammates couldn't kill us. And she's like, he's like, well, you know, like even Lincoln could electrocute us in our sleep. Yeah, any time really. She's <laughs> like, which that that so good. It's like like why do you need to be in your sleep? Like any one of those people, like her, him, or Daisy or Joey. It's like Joey could just melt you. Yeah, <laughs> like, you guys are not. Like, you guys are screwed. I know. Um. And uh, Gemma's like, I just really want to help our friends. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. And um, Gemma looks at Lucio's brain and there's some weird shit in there. Um, and so uh, <laughs> Coulson is is um, talking with May and Mac and uh, they're like, you know, Fitzsimmons found something. Um so what are we going to do? Like, this is contagious. And he's like, well, do we, like, quarantine them? Like, I think we just have to ice them and just explain later. And he's like, Mac, have you found anything suspicious? And Mac's like, everyone looks suspicious if you stare at them long enough, which is too real. And so they go through how everyone is being suspicious. He's like, yeah, um, you know, Joey has been AWOL. Like, Yo-Yo is, like, probably, you know, run around the entire base by now, like, is, like, checking everything out. I don't remember what they say about Daisy, but then May is like, yeah, Lincoln tried to give me painkillers when I wanted to talk to Daisy privately. And Mac is like, well, he is a doctor. Like, <laughs> like they're, he's just like calling out how they're just being crazy right now and su- suspecting everybody. And then the lights go out and they're like, oh, great, here we go. And so uh, Matt goes to the, the, the weapons cache area and he sees that one of the little disc things is gone. Gemma and Fitz discover that Malik is in his interrogation room dead on the floor and that little bomb thing is there and it goes off and it blows them up. And Well, it doesn't blow them up. They're still alive. Um, <laughs> And Colson comes in. He's like, okay, guys, come on, come on. Can you walk? And he pulls them up and, and, and they walk into the hallway and Yo-Yo sees that they're coming for them. And Colson tries to explain Daisy's there. Um, Yo-Yo's there. Lincoln's there. And um, he's like, okay, one of you is infected or maybe more than one of you. Um, we have to get, keep you guys together so that we can figure this out. And Yo-Yo is like, oh no, 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 I'm not here for this. So she, she does her Yo-Yo thing and grabs a gun. And then they all make a run for it. And the four of them seal themselves inside the common room. And then they start suspecting each other, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and this is that where that line where um, Yo-Yo and Joey are talking to each other in Spanish. And uh, Daisy's like, can you speak in English? And she's like, aren't you a spy? Learn Spanish. <laughs> um, and... Um, uh, you know, like, Daisy is throwing at Joey. Like, you've been, like, AWOL this entire time. You've killing Malik and blah, blah, blah. And, like... You know, they're like Lincoln's like, well, where were you? And she's like, I was in my room where I told you to meet me. <laughs> like, where were you? And so everybody's being suspicious. And um, they decide that they should all break out together. And Daisy's like, there's like a secret elevator in Colson's office. Like, we just need to get there and we need to get away because they're going to kill us. <laughs> like, I don't know how she came to that conclusion all of a sudden that they're going to kill them, but Daisy is infected. So I don't know. Um, yeah, meanwhile- I, 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 now we know. <laughs> yeah. like, time it does feel like a crazy leap. Yeah, it's like whoa. Where, how did you think? Where did that come from? Um, but anyway, their lockers are searched. Um, in this while they're all arguing, and Mac finds something. Um, we're assuming it's in Lincoln's backpack, correct? Or is it in Daisy's? I don't know. But he finds the ball thing. I think um, it's in Lincoln's. I think so too. Um, so Daisy leads them um, through to this secret elevator thing. And actually it is a containment room and Colson's in there and he locks them in there. And Colson um, is like, okay, sorry, I have to do this guys, but it's for your, it's for your safety and for everybody else's safety. And he, and, and he's like, plus we already know who's infected. And he's like, Lincoln, why did you like steal the Cree ball from the, you know, the, the locker room or whatever? It was in your backpack. And um, Lincoln gets so outraged. Like, how dare you? Yes. But, but, like, it's so good that he's been explained that, that one of them is under mind control yeah. and he is outraged at the idea that anyone could impute him. But, like, it's so yeah. funny to me. Like, it's like, dude, you're under mind control if it's you. Like, how yeah. do you even know that you would know? Like, yeah, I, don't know. I know. And then um, he thinks that Lincoln's been infected since Transia because he actually saw Ward in the hallway. And so um, that's the only time that anybody, any of them have been alone with Ward before the um, before they went to the compound to save them. And he yeah, he goes crazy. 
and you know he starts like you know getting all you know lightning and there's like everybody starts fighting and then daisy quakes him against the wall and it felt really good to see her do that <laughs> even though she's like evil daisy right now um just seeing her like smash him against the wall when we hate lincoln so much is, is great um and um so they lock lincoln up in containment and colson tries to make daisy better because she's like i failed my team and um he's like you know it happens like this, it's fine this it's the job like you'll be fine um and matt calls out to yo-yo in the hallway and she's like, lena <laughs> and so they start doing tests on everyone they take like some sample from joey's brain or something and he's like i don't think i want to be here anymore so it's very obvious that the trust that the inhumans had in shield is very broken um and um uh, isn't daisy and and colson are still talking and colson's like i know you want revenge but better which is ironic coming from him because just talking about rosalind price with with uh, malik um and he says the inhumans cannot encounter hive he has to disband the inhuman team for their protection and daisy's really upset about that but why is she upset because she's mind controlled or because she's daisy i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's so confusing now um, and Gemma and Fitz are trying to figure out a way to test them to see if they are infected and they can't figure it out. And um, Fitz is like calling out Hive. He's like, "This, the, you know, this idiot couldn't even get off the planet without them. Like, like they need us or whatever. And uh, Gemma's, I just want to help our friends. And she kind of like snuggles up against them and they start kissing. And then, you know, I just, you know, I don't want you to move like i know you're still getting over will and she's like no we can't waste any more time like it's been 10 years and then start making it's like yay finally yeah her putting it that way was really good yeah yeah um and lincoln's door opens in the containment module and it's daisy and this is where we find out she's infected because we can just leave come on i want to protect you and no it was super (laughs) obvious at this point because it's just like um no, no, you no, you yeah, don't. <laughs> shield, abandon shield just to like do this, you know, like um and then she gets say he gets, screw shield, but she yeah. in those words, but she pretty much was like, Who cares about shield? He's like, We don't want to do this. <laughs> like, like, wait, what what? Like No, it was I, I feel like this may be the source of your dislike of this episode if you talked about it a little bit, because like there's this moment where in spite of every one of my instincts, you do think like, yeah, Lincoln's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like right yeah. there where he's like, wait, Daisy wouldn't want to give up shield. It's like even Luke Mitchell's crappy acting. You're like, it's yeah. true. Like, yeah. That's true. That still reads even with his bad acting. I know. And then like Lincoln gets super mad because like, my anger to like manipulate the situation, like fuck you. And we find out like, you know, Ward infected her when she was in the control room. Apparently the control room, the control room wasn't empty. Um, and he like comes up to her like in the scene and is like, oh, like, you know, you're going to go, you know, infiltrate them or whatever. I, I need, to, or she's like, I need to go back. Um, they have something that we need. And um, she's talking to Lincoln. She's like, I'm happier than I've ever been. Finally, that void feels filled, which is so gross. <laughs> um, and she killed Malik so that he stopped talking. They needed him to stop talking. He didn't give too much away about Hive. And the death that he saw, you know, when he said it was Hive that was killing him, technically it was because Daisy was mind controlled by Hive. So, yeah, sad, whatever. And Lincoln's like, I don't want any part of this. And she's like, well, he'll understand soon. Um, and she leaves. And she goes and grabs the ball and a bunch of Terrigen crystals and she walks out into the hangar and starts quaking the entire base and destroys the base. Quake. Which, and then she walks away. <laughs> and the very end scene is Hive and Gira are talking and Hive calls her Sky, so it's very obvious that he still has Ward's memories of her. And Gira's like, look, like you, you know, um, the you know, Malik's dead. Okay, Malik's dead. Like, you know, what what about the affairs of his estate? And you have like $95 million to spend. And Ward's like, okay, spend it, <laughs> which is a very strange way to end this episode, but whatever. <laughs> and that's the episode. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how I mean there's people out there that do like Lincoln, so I don't <laughs> think 
this episode is as much of a mindfuck to them as it is to us, but I just, I don't like the way they twist this around on us and like agree with Lincoln sometimes setting. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry, what no, were you going to say? I, I was just going to say like, it's weird because like, I do feel like I forget that Lincoln isn't an objectively hated character. He's not Donald Trump of the show <laughs> because we hate him so much. And like, it's different even than Ward because like we appreciated things about him for the story and acting wise, even though we hate him. <laughs> like, so like, it's, it's just weird to have someone on the show that we feel this way about. And it's so strange too, because I feel like Deke is, is uh, at Jeff Ward are like, the positive version of this yeah. <laughs> like, like it doesn't have to be a detriment to the show it could be a no. bad thing to have a goofy guy who's sort of annoying or whatever. Yeah, but i feel like deke doesn't like rely on his tragedy and his like you know whatever his past as yeah like- and even even though he has like almost incel levels like of grossly being into Daisy, it's also not his only thing. Yeah. Like whereas Lincoln, I feel like if you took Daisy off the show, he wouldn't be on. Like you just mm-hmm. he, there's no other connection. Where that's not yeah. really true of Deke. He's his real connection is Fitz and Simmons. And yeah. I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. It is. Also, um, to the point of Fitz and Gemma being cursed, they finally start making out and then Daisy like brings an earthquake down on the entire base and interrupts them. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice job, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. You guys are so cursed. They keep getting interrupted. And it's no, so it's sad. True. Like every opportunity to stop <laughs> to thwart them, the writer. It's like it's like that's like up on their board. Other shows, like the first thing they do when they start a season is like plot out the general story for the season. And I be- I would believe that in the writers' room at Shield every year they were like, all right, how do we thwart Fitz and Simmons? <laughs> like that, like that, that's their landmarks. It's like right, oh, this have- brings down the whole place with an earthquake to yeah. stop them from making. Out. Like Daisy wasn't originally like infected by Hive <gasps> when they started writing this. But he had to. Ch- because she had to make an earthquake happen somehow. And the only way she would do that is if Hive infected her. So that's the origin of this infection is Fitz and Simmons' relationship had to be interrupted. <laughs> they reverse engineered everything from, from Honestly, you kind of could reverse engineer this entire show based on how to curse their relationship, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's not that that preposterous of an idea. Oh my god! Sadly, um, also, um, I didn't expect to be emotional at the very end of this episode because I was so upset by everything that was happening. Um, but like the end scene when she is causing the earthquake, there's just like this amazing music playing over it, and it's super tragic. And like everyone knows, like as soon as they feel the shaking, fuck, Daisy's the one that's infected. And like Coulson is like trying to run to like get to her, but she's like changed the security protocols. And so his badge isn't working and he's like screaming her name, but like it's silent because there's music playing and oh man. No, it did like, like it, it is very good. Although I feel like, like because uh, for one of uh, the only digressions this episode, we've been pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and, and, as I as we have continually promised to have to have a continual Battlestar cast, uh, it does remind me uh, because I'm watching that right now as well of like that really great music and it's like the same composer right too. it's it's, yeah. it's Barry McCreary and I and I feel like it's interesting is like they it's not the same kind of music he adapts everything to every project he's working on but there are he he is very good at at playing those emotional beats and making something that I think with a standard not even bad but like with a cw soundtrack i'm trying to think of that guy's name those it's not ace or whatever i i i i remember there's a it, it, it's a name that doesn't sound like a real person's name i'll have to look it up <laughs> bear mccreary doesn't really sound like a real person no, what's up with com- i think it's composers maybe because i'm pretty sure the guy who does music for um all of aaron sorkin's shows is na- like some weird name. I think his name might be Snuffy Walden. I think his no. name is WG Snuffy Walden. That's definitely a guy who works with uh with him on a bunch of shows. It might not be the the composer. I'm looking uh, this up right now. American musician and composer of film and television soundtracks. West Wing. Yep. Well, it's, <laughs> it, it, no, it's not. It's not nearly. 
Blake Neely. It's just, it's not, there's nothing strange. It's not a strange word. It just, it, I think maybe it's the word Neely, uh, like something, something about the combo of Blake Neely sounds like a fake uh, name. Yeah. It just sounds <laughs> like something somebody made up on the spot, maybe. Or, or a guy I went to college with who was, uh, who was in a frat. Yeah. Like, 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 not necessarily a bad dude, but, but whereas WG, Snuffy Walden, and Bear McCreary sound like different kinds of awesome weirdos that I also would have known in college. <laughs> <laughs> Bear McCreary reminds me of the guy uh, who I don't believe I ever learned his last name, Harlan, who only had nine toes, who lived in a shack behind <laughs> the first house that I lived at in, uh, in Flagstaff, Arizona. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my pot dealer roommate at the time. Uh, was, well, I was a college dude. It's irresponsible, but it's not not as much as it would be now. But uh, he uh, he'd forgotten to pay our gas bill one, and it was like it was like he went overdue, and they shut it off. And so we called them to have it fixed, and we paid the bill. And they came out and said, "Oh, we can't turn this back on because it's not up to code." So we like not at all upset. Called the landlord. We we're just like, "Hey, they told us they can't turn it back on because it's not up to code. We we messed up. We didn't pay the bill on time. We were trying to get this sorted out." And he evicted us. <gasps> it was great though, because like he he like demanded you know the deposit and all the stuff in the last month's rent, and like I showed it to a friend's like my brother's best friend growing up's dad, who is like an incredible like he he went I can't remember what Ivy League school he went to, but he he was the lawyer for the Navajo Nation of Arizona. Like oh, of shit. the reservation, yeah. yeah. He was he's a badass. So I showed it to him. I, I we my friends and I drove to his house, and I guess he lived in Flagstaff, and we showed it to him, and he was like, "Oh no, this is written by an idiot. Like none of this will hold up in court. Like you don't know him anything." So we just didn't even pay that last month for that. We just left. <laughs> but it was yeah, it was yeah. a super crazy ordeal. But some of my my most paranoid moments in college were definitely when that guy was trying to date my roommate Steve it seemed like that 65 year old former hippie with with one toe missing and you could always tell cuz he wore Birkenstocks of course of course and and lived literally lived in a shack behind our house and he was supposed to be the groundskeeper like i don't it was a large property but at the same time it's like he never did anything other than like try and share beer with us and get and weed from us and, yeah yeah and and talk about how handsome Steve was all the time and really oh weird us out. God, that's so funny. <laughs> it was pretty rad. Like, 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 I highly recommend if if it's safe having a crazy old man living a shack behind your house. <laughs> wow, that was a great story. Thank you for sharing. No, but doesn't it seem like either he could be named Snuffy probably, or Bear? <laughs> like, maybe, like both. Maybe he's a film composer now, and you don't even know. I would, I would totally Carlin. believe that that he or he was like a a retired yeah, <laughs> film yeah. composer. Yeah. That, that's him and Bear McCreary and Snuffy Walton all, all hung out together <laughs> before oh things god. things turned south for our one. <laughs> oh my god. Um, there's a lot more stuff that happens in the next episode, so I feel like we should save. Yeah, I, I, I feel discussion. like yeah, all the spoilery stuff. It's like that we didn't include this like long term. Yeah, that's directly from it is just the next episode, which is good stuff. But Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about it again. No reason to talk about it twice. Right, right, right. So yeah, Um, where can people find you on the internet? I can be found at I Snow Nothing. uh, Still thinking about changing it just because every once in a while people. I don't. I don't hate Game of Thrones. It's just not happening anymore, and I'm not so into it that I need people uh, assuming that it's my favorite thing. (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe it's maybe short-sighted I, I need i need i need I, that's why why my old one was so good because it was ducktales related and i'm never gonna like ducktales and it was just also ambiguous like like it's just a pun you know walking slowly you don't have to know it's from ducktales no one's like oh that's from the original <laughs> 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 that's where i do get a lot of oh you love john snow it's like nah, I, yeah yeah i did <laughs> <laughs> Until he became lame. <laughs> Before he died, he was pretty cool. <laughs> right? Right. That's what happened. Where, where, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Space Jess with four S's in the Jess on Twitter and Instagram. I'm also on a Star Wars podcast called Lousy Beautiful Town L- at LBT Pod on Twitter. You should go listen. We did a great uh, 
uh, trailer recap, or actually me and Abby watched the trailer for the first time as we recorded that episode, which was really special and really cool. Um, I like, I, I really like that. That's more people should do that. Yeah. Because we like, I, I've been, I've muted so much stuff on Twitter from Star Wars because I'm so annoyed with Star Wars Twitter right now that I didn't even realize the trailer was coming out on Monday. <laughs> and by the time both of us got home, like the trailer had just been released and we were getting ready to record. And she's like, do you want to just watch it? like for the first time together and have a real reaction. I was like, yeah, let's do that. It was great. I feel like, man, you won't be caught up to, to it, but I don't think, but you'll be caught up to it, to, to, to the new season. We should do one episode out of, and we should do like the season premiere for the for the final season uh, and, and record it live while we're watching. <laughs> that would be a great idea. We like, we can do that like a reaction to the episode and then later go come back and dissect it like yeah definitely. yeah let's that do that fun. we should definitely plan that i mean it's probably like what like 10 months away yeah. <laughs> i whatever. still i'm still have not finished season six i apologize well, um, you got time <laughs> I, i'm gonna ask billy if i can just watch it without him and then watch it because you watch it yeah he's gonna rewatch like, it anyway he's never around like come on <laughs> like i want to the show like it took us like forever to watch fleabag because he it, like we just he just works we both work a lot yeah you guys are very busy it, it, it happens but anyway i need to i have a shield podcast billy i need to watch Shield. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're slowing me down um because then we can't talk about spoilers because i don't know what's going on um well you can talk about them i just won't know what's happening anyway yeah. Uh, you can find this podcast on Twitter at Project Tahiti. You can send us an email at projecttahitipod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Apple Play, Google Pod, wait, wait, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. I think I messed <laughs> that up the last time we recorded, too. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Um, if you're a browser listener, you can go to butwhythepodcast.com and listen to us there or go on Podbean. Um, I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Project Tahiti. It's a magical place. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.